get my water. Good evening, everybody. How are you? It is a happy Monday morning. Hope everyone's doing fantastic. Don't forget, seminars have started. You can go to www.jeffgelmanseminars, Jeff Gelman Seminars, to find out about the latest seminar. One's going up in Pearson, Florida, in a couple of weekends. That'd be Thursday. Thursday, that'd be, um, what's next month? November. November 4th and 5th. November 4th and 5th. So we'll see you there. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be exciting. Good evening, everybody. Hope everyone's doing a fantastic time. We're doing a hell of a time. And, uh, What's up, guys? This is Jeff Kelman of Solid Canine Training and the lovely Joelle, and we are here for the What Would Jeff Do show. We stream live every single... Um, can we move these two closer together? <laughs> no, we actually can't. So I gotta, so I gotta we go probably move that one. Um, I can't this one go over here. Because th- it looks good. Leave it alone. Okay. Don't touch it. <laughs> I'm at a side angle, though. I would like that adjusted, please. Okay, I will do it. This is a Q and A show, and um, you'll ask your questions by typing them in. Joel will read them, and then I will answer them, or Joel will answer them. And uh, most people just ask about uh, how to stop unwanted behaviors. Um, We're talking about that tonight too, about uh, on our nightly walk. Just the amount of people that are just purely struggling with their. stopping behaviors and just how much it affects everybody just you in the household mm-hmm. just your relations just w- whether you can travel or not whether you can actually have your dog go to place go to, even to boarding you know there, there are dogs out there that can't even go to a boarding facility you can't get a pet sitter but you're you're prisoners you can't you actually can't take a vacation you and there's folks that actually can't even go to work you know the dogs the dogs have got so much separation anxiety they can't even leave the house for more than 30 minutes at a time um you're a prisoner. You're a prisoner of your home. I mean, this is, I'm sure there's people listening right now that are like, yep, I am a prisoner of, of my home, or I was, until I finally realized how to stop things. So, you know, I'm baffled, just baffled oh gosh, by, my by the amount of people that are not open to stopping and want to behaviors effectively. It's just incredible. I've never seen anything like it before. Like, who would want to live with it? I think it all goes along with the whole self-esteem, you know, downward slope of human beings that we've got right now. It really does. That's amazing. Anyway, welcome to the show. Glad you're here. A lot of great things happening right now. Our socialization course is is, is out and about and selling. And then we have a great another coaching course, which launches tomorrow. No, it's launched tonight, technically. I have the link. Oh, we have a new... I just have to get oh. it. I thought it was, I didn't see an email go out. Email will go out tomorrow. Okay. Oh, I see. But I technically have the link. Oh. And we're offering something very special for the first five people who join. So I'm going to stop right now and let Joelle continue. No, you go ahead. No, go ahead. Just letting you know. I was going to let you, I was going to pass it on to you. All right. I'm trying to find the link though. I can't. Oh, like, no, I can, you need I time. Multitask like oh, I thought you were great at multitasking. Brain can't like I thought you had like three or four different things open, including texting with I your do. family. Yeah, that's multitasking. We've got a coaching thing going on. Um, and at any time, just interrupt me, Joel. Um, we have a coaching thing going on. <laughs> Was that your interruption? It's like, geez. Uh, it's four weeks in a row. It is small, 
um, scale, meaning there's only 15 people allowed at a time. It's done by Zoom. And we go over not just dog training. In fact, we haven't even gone really over dog training yet. We just finished week two. It goes in deep deep into personal growth, prosperity issues, um, being self-aware. Um, obviously, we get into um, business. We get into client relations. We get into building your brand, building. But everything comes back to you. So how can we make a stronger you? We've been focusing a lot on that. So we've got another one coming up. Um, and there's, again, limited seats. And um, we're really excited about that. And if Joelle finds the, and she did, she found the group coaching link. You can check out the group coaching link. Um, First five people just join, get an annual membership to the community. Yes. Amazing. So Which there's even more coaching in there. More right coaching, there. incredible things. And um, you can do some payment plans now. Mm -hmm. So we've got larger, higher ticket um, items, but we're offering payment plans. So that's really, really exciting for everybody. Anyway, we're streaming live tonight on Rumble, on Instagram, on YouTube, and on Facebook. And we're happy to have you here. Thank you so much. Like the show, share the show, tell your friends, join our social media circles, and um, our soon-to-be um, community. And uh, let's go with the questions. Okay, Metal Chicks on Rumble says, good evening, everyone. Hey, Metal good evening. How are you? Let's see. Awesome Ozzy says, good evening, everyone. Hey. Hey, how are you? Avi says, hello, all. Hey, hey Avi. Avi. How are you? Snuggle Buns. Hey, everyone. Hey, Snuggle Buns. Said, good evening, night crew. He said. Yep. Constance. Hey, everybody. Yep. Hey, we got the night crew. We got the morning hey, crew. Hey, Joyful Dogs. Same people. What's up, everyone? Yep. Joyful Dogs says, humans not knowing dog behavior at all. It took them over 10 minutes. What? So Something's missing here. Anyway, the gist of it probably is, is that she went into a client that was struggling and was able to help them in 10 minutes, like you know, like any you know, decent dog trainer as far as stopping stuff. So many folks, so many folks, which is just what we're talking about. There are so many people out there that can't stop basic barking at the door, and they and those people own an aggressive dog. Mm -hmm. So you can't stop barking at the door. Or if we tell you how to do it, give a correction to your dog. Throw a cotton towel and say no. Say no. Throw a cotton towel. Say no and do use the shock collar, remote collar, e collar. They're all the same. Oh my gosh, I can never do that. And I'm like, meanwhile, your dog bites your kids. Mm -hmm. It's like we haven't even addressed that yet. Like you can't stop. You are. You can't stop. You emotionally cannot stop your dog from barking at the door. You're such a wimp about that. I'm sorry. You're a wimp. Oh my gosh, Jeffrey. You are. And you own an aggressive dog? Well, the dog's going to either bite more kids or be put down. Mm -hmm. So sorry if I hurt somebody's feelings in the meantime. If that's what it's going to take, and I'm not shaming anybody, but it's like, it's it's just, how could you not, ooh, throw a towel at your dog? Oh my gosh, it's, it's going to hate you. It's like you're going to hurt its feelings. Um, It bites your kids. We have so many people out there that are like that. It's like, I'd rather hurt my dog's feelings for five minutes and, like, live a peaceful Try life Try five seconds. We were just you talking... Think, Some people, maybe if they've never corrected the dog, the dog might go sulk, if that's what you want to call it. For Who cares for if they do it bit. for a week? It's like, okay. Which they won't do. At but, least now, like, we're done. Right. <laughs> like, that's over with. Right. Meanwhile, people can, people can you know, uh, uh, punish their kids or not punish their kids. Mm -hmm. You know, or... or it's so funny. People can go online and trash other people, but they can't even throw a cotton towel with their own dog because they feel bad for their dog's feelings. But they have no care whatsoever about the human feelings whatsoever. 
next. Avi says, hi, Joelle. Nice to see you back. Hey, Avi. Hey, where'd nice you go? See you. I don't know. Was I ever gone? No, I don't think you were. Avi smoking the reefer tonight. Your yeah. Podcast. Yeah. Uh, JB Wise says, no questions, but just want to say thanks to you and your free advice. I haven't had dog issues at all for the last decade. We live peacefully and easily with happy, well-rounded dogs. Thank you. And that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. But I think the biggest issue is if you have a challenging dog, meaning dangerous, meaning guarding, like a resource guarding, mm -hmm. Or even a dog that's got fence fighting in the backyard, digging holes in the backyard. If you are not emotionally prepared to give your dog one to three seconds of discomfort, yes, pain, discomfort, well, then what are you doing? Good luck. Like, what's the big deal? And it's so funny that, like, people are against spanking their kids most people so but there's emotional trauma that you can give to your kids like if they come home with a b and you say that's it why not an a that fucks up your kids by the way oh yeah that fucks up your kids for longer than a smack on the ass does and it's constant people mm -hmm. are constantly emotionally uh, technically abusing their kids but nobody talks about that so there's multiple kinds of pain. And emotional pain lasts a hell of a lot longer than physical pain. The thing is, dogs aren't getting emotional pain. They're getting just one to two seconds of physical pain to stop unwanted behaviors. And yep, I'm saying it. So all you people that are like, don't train with pain, fuck off. Next. Metal Chicksa, my friend has a one-year-old GSD. It's not trained at all. It has started to guard, park yeah. at unknown people. The dog is uncomfortable in crazy busy spaces. Yep. The owner is stubborn. Suggestions how to help. Yeah. Tell the owner good luck. Yeah. Was this a relative or a client or what? A friend. A friend. Yeah. Tell them good luck. And it's a year old. It's yep. only going to get worse. Yep. Tell them good luck. If they're being stubborn about it. Yeah, if they're being stubborn. And I'm, not, and I'm not saying this because, oh, I won't help them. And I didn't say that don't, don't, that don't train with pain. That's not how you train obedience. But it's like this, they have a one-year-old dog. It's a German shepherd with probably no training on it. Jeez, Jeff, why don't you be more compassionate to people? Because I've spent 20 years being compassionate to people. You still are compassionate. And I still am com compassionate. This is, a, this is a different kind of compassion. Wake the fuck up. What were you thinking? Oh, I'm going to get a German Shepherd, do no training, and get a set of dice, which you'll probably do better with, roll it, and hope for the best. You're better off going to Vegas. The odds are higher. The odds are absolutely higher going to Vegas than doing nothing with your dog and hoping for the best. And they have a stubborn owner. Oh, really? Did they ask, did they ask for help, though? The question is, do they ask for help or did you just offer helping them? Because if they ask for help and they're stubborn, mm -mm. really? So I should use the super duper fairy dust instead of the regular fairy dust. Okay. Next. I need a beverage after that one. <laughs> 321 of me said number 999. Really? That's our number? No, that's the, the course, yeah. That's what I'm saying over a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've Did done we've done and we've done more than that, but 
Yeah, we're at nine ninety nine officially, I guess. K Wolf says, Hey friends, gonna listen to the replay. So grateful for you both. Oh. Your chair keeps squeaking. Thank you. Quit moving your ass. You're all that's working in the chair. It's because we fucked in this chair earlier in the day. <laughs> B-A-M. That's a joke, guys. Hi, okay, we did it on the kitchen floor. My house trained dog marks peas in other people's houses. Oh, that's so gross. We'll see when he does it. Advice. Yeah. Well, okay. Here we go. Why is your Why is your dog being unsupervised in other people's houses? That's something to ask yourself, right? Especially one that pisses all over the place. So I would ask you. If you came to my house, I wouldn't let you bring the dog. Or I would say your dog has to be in a crate the whole time you're here. I'm not gonna let your dog, I'm not gonna let your dog um, just wander around my house pissing and marking. So what you want to do is why think about this. Why is your dog wandering around people's houses unsupervised, knowing it has this unwanted behavior? So what do you do? Keep it on a leash, teach it place, teach it down, monitor the movement of your dog. Do then structured potty breaks. If you want to catch it in the act, follow it around sneakily, catch it in the act, and then no, and then correct extremely high on a shot collar for pissing in someone's house and marking in someone's house. Next. Sneakily. Yeah, if you don't, eventually no one's going to want you at their house. Right. Rebecca. Well, first of all, I don't see why anybody would want your house in, at your house the second time. With the dog. Well, maybe it's not the same person. Maybe it's multiple friends. What, does she just go through friends? Like, maybe. you know, what, was she going to Tinder and be like, can I come over with my dog? Or maybe she have a, like, a good, a big social group. Maybe. All right. Well, eventually it's going to run out. And if they chat with each other, you're going to be bad. You'll be banished. Rebecca, how do I keep my dog with reactivity to new people coming into the house? Um, that's, that, that how can do be, I help my dog? That can be, they keep... What, what I was think that? I said, how do I keep my dog? But I meant to say, how do I help my dog? Well, you said that about helping your dog. It's about eliminating the unwanted behavior. And this is why I'm a stickler for words, too. Because it's like, how do I help my dog? You don't. You, you train your dog, and then you correct the unwanted behavior. I guess that is, in a way, help. But a lot of people use this emotional wording. I mean, it might not be you, but they'll be like, how can I make my dog feel safe? Or, you know, it's like you're looking at it from, a, from an interesting angle. So what you want to do is this. We have this on many of our videos, both paid and free. And you have your dog in a down. Um, well, here, step one. Step one. Let's take a step back. Remote collar, shock collar on your dog. Your dog is roaming around the house. Have somebody ring the doorbell or knock on the door. Your dog races towards the front door, barking its head off. Calmly say no and correct hi. How high? High enough for your dog to scream and run, run away from the door. Your dog will not... Have an, if anybody that says you have a, your dog has a negative association with um, pe people, then I would ask, have you ever done that protocol before? No, never, Jeff. I've never done that before at all. Okay. It's all just hearsay. But then, but why is your dog doing that then? So why does your dog have a negative association with people if you've never done that before? Well, some people say it's a rescue. I'm like, do you really think those people did that? They probably didn't. Hmm. The, the dog is do it, and, and the dog would do it with us one time and one time only. I want people to understand that's how easy these behaviors are to stop. The dog would only do it once with us, and it would never do it again, and it would be fine. It would it would be fine. So you can do it too. You'll do it exactly how I described it. Then you have your dog on a leash. Put your dog in place. Put your dog in, into down. Have people come in. Knock on the door. Stop all the nonsense if there's any nonsense then. 
But then think about the rest of the day. The rest of the day with your dog. Are you just willy-nilly with all commands? Do you actually give your dog commands? Do you hold your dog accountability? People have to understand that it's a big, huge picture. 24 hours a day. Doing it through the night? Well, you, it goes to a certain spot to sleep, and it can't come out of that spot until you release in the morning. Sure. How it walks, how it is outside, how it behaves in general. It's just a general thing. And then your dog just has good behavior by default. Right now, your dog has some unwanted behaviors by default. Not all. Not all. Next. Metal Chicks just said, my friend has asked for help here and there. The last time we kept the dog over the weekend, her husband said, do whatever you need to do with the dog as far as training. I'm just afraid for the dog as it gets older and not held accountable. The dog listens to my no, but not the owner's. Okay, so... That's because it doesn't believe the owner because the yeah. owner doesn't follow through. So do whatever you have to do. It's like, no, you do what I tell you to do. You flip it around. Mm. Say, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna train your dog this weekend. How much are you getting paid for that? Are you getting paid two hundred dollars a day? Two fifty a day? No. No, 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 no. That's your job. You do what I tell you to do to get your dog. It's your dog. Right. You can't be selective with this. It's only a one-year-old shepherd. They have no idea what's in store for them. No idea. Next. Joyful Dog said, so excited for that course. I love how you listen to your listeners' requests. Fantastic package. Yes. Got a lot more coming. Yep. Avi said, how's your sister? Oh, she's good. That's right. You know what? I think Friday I was still planning on flying up. I never went. I I pushed my flight out. But you were here though, right? Yeah, but I was going to fly up Sunday. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Show, I was still planning on it. Got it. Yeah, she had to, um, had a she ended up having a cesarean, so she was in the hospital longer, and I'm like, oh, not that, I, but not that long. No, she got out after two days, like, she's doing really well, yeah. like, really well, she's baby's back, doing great. Back home. Um, but I bumped my flight out knowing, A, I have a million siblings who are all in town, they're all going to want to visit, it's just going to be, like, chaotic, and I'm like, let me just wait till things, like, cool down a little bit, so I'm going to fly up Thursday now. Mm. But she's doing great. Nice. Joyful dog. My message didn't send. I think I typed it too long. But yes, multi-dog brawl, even when I told them not to let their dogs off leash. Um, okay. Well, hold on. So, was this yeah. a client of yours? Yeah, sounds like it. Oh, then walk away. Walk away. Mm-hmm. Walk away. Joyful. Jesse, please walk away from that, those clients. That client. You told them not to do something. They did it, and it ensued into a multi-dog brawl. Goodbye. Say goodbye. If they're that stupid, say goodbye. And why didn't they listen to you? That's the bigger question. Why didn't they listen to you? So think about that. But I wouldn't take those clients on. It's like you, you put every dog and human in safety's, in, in safety's way. No, goodbye. Those are those are easy clients. It's like no, goodbye. And maybe they'll one day they'll wake up. You know, it might they might wake up in the hospital, or they might wake up into the real world and realize they can't be doing that stuff. Next. Snuggle Bun said, "I was super excited to see my Papillon on your stories. Thanks for posting. Oh, of course. Oh yeah, look great. Doing some confidence building. Yeah, yeah. I had a feeling that was you because I'm like." I've never, like, this looks like a newer account. There's no name attached to it, but I'm like, oh, Papillon. I'm like, I bet you that's Snuggle Buns. Yeah. 
Cute, um, cute fucking dog. Chris says, hi, guys. Hey, hey Chris. Chris. Joyful dog. It's so true. Just correct the behavior. Enjoy many more amazing years with your dog. Contrast. Everything. Just you, there's, a, there's a video we're going to be putting out very soon, or it might be just a, a, a slide deck, just about like all different categories of your life that having a well-trained dog allows you to do. Like, I like to go for walks in the forest. I like to go out to eat. I like to do all this stuff. It's like, and I like to be with my dog. And I'm like, you can have it all. Yeah. You, you actually can have it all. Have your cake and eat it but there are so many people that like to do all these different activities. I like to go to outside wine bars. Okay. How would you like your dog at your feet not making a peep for three hours at the same time? Oh, my God. I would love. The only reason why I don't bring my dog is because I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I like hiking. Great. Wouldn't it be great to do off-leash hiking with your dog? Uh, off-leash? Do you mean like so they can run away? Yeah, but they won't run away because they're off because they're trained. Um, I like going for to the beach. Oh, I can't bring my dog though because he'll like run up to people all the time and get on their mats and stuff like that. I'm like, but your dog is trained now, so it won't do those things. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez, I love going for car rides, but my dog is terrible in the car. Not anymore. Your dog is good in the car. Like there's so many things that you can involve your you can involve your dog with so many parts of your life, but the majority of people don't, and it's all due to lack of real dog training, not that big box shit. Real dog training. Next. Um, joyful dog said a dog that's not very good or food or toy motivated, even teaching simple commands like place resort to negative reinforcement on the remote. Not sure taking food is reinforcing at all. It's very little progress. No, no, no. So what you do is in the, in the green to graduate part of our training, you just do the exact same protocols. Don't use food. Use a little bit more leash pressure. Yeah. So all these AKA negative reinforcement, if you want to call it negative reinforcement, but we just call it leash pressure. I just don't like or the, remote the, pressure. Right. I don't like the technical terms because it confuses a lot of, um, it confuses right. owners. If you throw the word negative out there, people put up a wall. Yeah. Even though technically negative reinforcement is like a reward in itself. Right. When the pressure turns off. Yeah. People hear the word negative and right. they instantly are like, I'm right. not doing that. We can sugarcoat it like to sound all like all kinds of cool things. But instead, we just call it just dog training and just like grab the leash and apply pressure with a leash, apply pressure with a remote, start with a leash, layer the remote over it. But so I would say half the dogs we work with don't take food. Half the dogs we work with don't want to work. It's not or because, they're morbidly obese. Yeah. And or, and, and it's, and it's not because the way we train. They literally just don't want to work because they've never been asked to work. They've had everything handed to them. Meanwhile, just, you know, Angelo has a job now. He's 11 oh, yeah. years old. You told everybody you got a job? I just did. Oh. Yeah. He actually works. He volunteers. But it's still working. He's volunteering. Okay. But he's still working is yeah. the point. The 11-year-old kid with work ethic, you know, dresses a certain way, behaves a certain way, speaks to people a certain way, takes um, uh, um, uh, orders, orders, orders. From, from his superiors, work, learns to work with um, the general public, learns to work with other you know, fellow workers, has to be on time, has to look, look presentable. He's 11. He's 11 years old. He's always had great work ethic, but now it's even going to be even more outstanding. I don't know why we got into that. Next. Oh, my God. Look who's on tonight. Kim. Yeah. We literally, like, we swear we're not crazy, but we were thinking, we were talking about Kim today. I'm like, where the fuck is Kim? I know. Can we do a wellness check on her? 
haven't heard from her in like a month. Yeah. I'm like, Jeff, you're going to email her. And she got back to me. Joyful Dog Services says the dog does not. That's how you know. Like, we have a committed community here. <laughs> We're very tight knit. <laughs> if you missed too many of our shows, we decided to do a set of the caps after a, a wellness check. <laughs> It all started because I ate that little cookie today. And I'm like, oh, that reminds me of those cookies that Kim baked us last year. Yeah. Those little Pizzelle cookies or whatever they're called. Those little thin Italian cookies. And I'm like, oh, that tastes like Kim's cookies. And I'm like, where the fuck is Kim? <laughs> so anyway, Joyful Dog Services, a dog that's not very... I already read that. Sorry. If humans are stubborn, friends are anyone. I may share experiences of the future getting worse from previous experiences and then tell them good luck from there, letting them know what oh, can happen. Yeah, absolutely. I don't just say fuck you goodbye. No, 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 no. I would my, my my communication with clients is stellar. You know, I really work I I, I I work my hardest. I really do. But at some point I have zero fucks given about saying goodbye. It's just like it's not my dog. It's your dog. You have to live with this dog. And it's going to suck. But you're, you're, you're not far away from having an incredible life. Every dog out there, there are some dogs out there that are so, so, so aggressive or so, so, so fearful, nervous, that it does take a little bit more time. But the majority of dogs... And even people that say, well, my dog is difficult. I assure you, it's probably not as difficult as you think. Most dogs are one correction away from doing fantastic. They honestly are. Mm -hmm. They honestly are. And any decent dog trainer knows that. Next. Chris, my dog started barking now. She has one year. Yep. This is new behavior. What can I do to correct it? Yeah. A lot of dogs start barking at nine months. One year, exactly. So you can you need. So how do you stop an unwanted behavior? You stop an unwanted an unwanted behavior by applying a punisher. Applying a punisher instills an inhibitor that stops the unwanted behavior. You proceed that with the word no. No is going to be your marker word. No is going to mean what you're doing right now. I want you to stop. So you will say no. Then there's a pause, and then you'll either throw a cotton towel, which is a bonker. What is a bonker? It's a wrapped up cotton towel. There's nothing in it. I have a video on YouTube on how to make a bonker. And yes, you throw it at your dog's head. No, deploy. Have a little bit of a latency period in between, like one second, deploy. You won't hurt your dog at all. Your dog won't hate you. Your dog won't, it won't, doesn't destroy the relationship. It actually makes the relationship better. You can also use yourself a shock collar, remote collar, e-collar. They're all the same thing. Say no, and then correct. How high? High enough for your dog to go, that sucks, and they stop barking. They might let out a little audible yip. So what? Big deal. Don't get over it. I've walked. The other day, I walked next to a dog, and it meant out a yip. I didn't even, like, step on it. I didn't even know the dog was there. I just startled the dog. Next. Destiny says super-duper fairy dust. Yeah. Yeah. Put that shit on a t-shirt. <laughs> Sure, it would sell great. Joyful Dog Services says, yes, Joelle, how's your sister and baby? They're doing so good. Everyone's doing great. He's the cutest little thing. I've been posting him all over my Instagram. Yep. He looks like just perfect, like a little doll. So cute. Abby says, should, should we send batteries? Didn't you go to town for your sisters? Yeah. 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 So I leave Thursday now. Yep. Um, Ronnie says, good evening. Hi, Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie. How are you? Chris said, thank you so much for responding to my question. Oh, gosh, yeah. Anytime. Yeah. You might not always like the answer, but we'll always respond. You might not like my attitude, but I'll always respond. Absolutely. But it's a podcast, though. My attitude goes up and down. Like, is like barometric pressure. Next. 
that is gold. What if your dog screams and runs away when zapped for eating rabbit poop? Then circles around and starts eating it again in a different area. So you didn't, it wasn't a proper correction. Number one, if your dog has the habit of eating rabbit poop, what you do is put it on a long line, 25, 30 foot long line, longer if you want to. So now your dog can't escape and walk, let it walk in front of you. Let it walk in front of you in the woods, whatever, wherever the rabbit poop is, let it go down and, and eat the rabbit poop. My question to you is, how, what, what's the brand of collar? How high did you go? And how long did you push the continuous button for? Because there's an exact protocol that we use on that. Now, there are troubleshooting that you might have to do, but there's a pretty tried and true protocol. So I'd like to know those things from you so then I can take it from there. Next. BAL said, haha, actually, we're at my boyfriend's house for three or four days at a time, and my dog will mark once each time when we are there. There are other dogs in the house. Appreciate your help. Oh, I mm. see. So it's the boyfriend's parents' house? No, just the boyfriend's house. The boyfriend's house. You go to your boyfriend's house and the dog uh, marks, its marks. marks its territory there. All right? As the owner of you? Is that what's happening there? A little competition? So tell your boyfriend to, to whip it out and piss in the same spot. Oh, my God. What? Give a real answer. That was my real answer. Stop. I already gave my real answer. Okay. Yeah. But now that I know it's the boyfriend, seriously, have your boyfriend piss right over that dog's piss. Next. Lokahi. Oh, hey, Lokahi. Hey, JJ. Got an extremely fearful Maltese. Ooh, I geez. swear we have to reteach the same commands every day. E-collar is very difficult for this dog, and he relies too much on leash guidance. Any tips? Well, the dog might be cognitively impaired. Could be. You know, you got, a, ones. got a small breed dog. You know, it, it could be. If it's like Groundhog Day every day, there's a couple of things. You might have to start, believe it or not, speeding up your um, use of the e-collar. Leash pressure might not be enough. We get some dogs that it's like Groundhog Day, Groundhog Day, Groundhog Day. Like, oh my gosh, how many reps do we need to do? Use the e cower. It's like, oh my gosh, I guess you were paying attention. I think that's going to be the advice I give you on that one. Okay. Constance, one of our puppies went to their home today. And as we talked to the owner, he said he learned how to train his dogs from that Steve Gelman guy years ago. <laughs> I was pretty excited to know the pup is going to have an awesome, well-trained life from following your methods. He even goes, his shit works. And I was like, I know. It was a nice moment. That's good. Steve Gelman. Steve, Steve Irwin and Jeff Gelman. I was thinking the same thing. It's so funny. I wonder if, I wonder if a dog is going to jump. It's going to like attack me with its tail. And the tail goes through my heart and I die. Maybe. And I'll be in a boat or something. You can use Steve as like your alter ego. Isn't that how he died? What what killed him? Stingray. Stingray, right? Stingray. What a crazy way. To go. What a, it's such a Steve Irwin way to but go. The, the amount of harm's way that, that he put himself in. I know. And here he was on a boat, like with no technically wild animals. Like no, he was in the water. It wasn't on a boat. I thought it jumped into the boat. No, he was swimming. And they brought him in the boat afterwards. Obviously. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was just swimming. Are you sure? Stingray. Can someone look that up? Did the, did the stingray jump in the boat? It definitely didn't. I don't think they can do that. Because Aaron was telling me about when they go when they go fishing, and if a swordfish sometimes jumps in their boat, they've got to get out of the way because they've got that long, um, you know, uh, 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 yeah, the sword. The sword. Oh yeah, like they, they can destroy the inside of your boat too. Look this up. How did yeah. Steve Irwin die? Next. Kim says, hi, guys. Thanks for the email. I sent a reply, LOL. A holistic vet, not mine, said, I'm going to be forward and say, I don't agree with prong and e-collar. I said, I respect your opinion, and I'm also going to be forward and say, it's not your dog, LOL. That's good. 
This is a this is a vet who just says this that says this. It's so interesting because a holistic vet, there's like they are not liked by a lot of modern vets, modern medicine, and for them to now bully you is so ironic. And there's something called karma out there. It's like, if you want your medical practices, and by the way, I'm a huge non-Western medicine person. Um, if you want your, your stuff to be taken seriously and go more into modern like society, but you're passing judgment on other people, karma's going to fucking keep you from doing that. So I suggest you become a little bit more friendlier with karma and stop passing judgment and stop being so forward when, especially when you're not asked for your opinion. Next. Yes. While swimming in chest deep water, he approached a short tail stingray. Got it. Okay. Got it. He initially believed it had only punctured a lung, but it pierced his heart. Jesus. Oh, poor Steve. Yep. Next. Snugglebug says, yeah, I made that account for my training. I've been mainly posting on Facebook, but now I'm learning more of Instagram. Also made some slides into a post. It took me a bit Ooh, to get the hang of it. But good I really for you. Good. good for you. Did good. you get Joelle's um, content creation course? If you go to Solid K9 Academy, for anybody out there that wants to get better with mm. social, it's not a dog It's not a dog training uh video it's a social media video um content creation um it's really inexpensive and even if you do it just for yourself and you learn how to just use different software you know video editing things like that next kim says pizel pizelis is oh, that how you say the, um, little cookies i guess so pizelli or pizel both of them are good i had a bite of each next what are you talking about there's one thing those little waffle cookies those little like thin with the little design, they're thin, <laughs> like this. Joyful dog. I didn't, I didn't realize you knew sign language. <laughs> Any recommendations for an escape-proof, durable crate alternative to impact crates? Um, probably, but I'm not up to date on them, really. But yes, I imagine there is. The downfall of a heavy-duty crate is if you've got a dog that bites at the bars, It'll break its teeth. That's the downfall of it. Um, so we suggest, believe it or not, muzzling the dog while it's inside the crate. But you can also muzzle a dog that's in a regular crate, zip tie the heck out of the crate, use carabiners on the front. But they can still, like those dogs can, like with their body weight, a lot of times just ram right, right, through, these, right through the front doors on these things. And they can also um, bend the bars even with a muzzle on just by their body configuration. So yeah, you, you can get a tougher crate. But I'm not real familiar with all the different, you know, Heavy duty ones, but just just um, look it up. Look it up. I'm sure. I'm sure they're. What's the one we have? It's not an impact. That's like, not. That's actually. We, we call it Alcatraz. It might be called Alcatraz. You literally can't get out of that. You can though. You can. There's a. You can't I, get out, but they'll break their teeth on it. That's the problem. But there's weak. The bars can be weakened. That's the problem on that one. Yeah, you need to find welded welded crates. Um. Yeah, but the bigger thing now because like we've done a lot of separation anxiety is like. It's not even about the durability of the crate. It's like muzzle condition the dog. Yeah. If they're wearing a muzzle, they can't break out. Well, not only that, they, can't, it, they just they just won't. In, I mean, dogs and they won't injure them. They rub their face raw a lot of times. They yeah. really do. I mean, dogs they rip their toenails out. Oh, you get it. You get a, the dog where is it, that we have a prospect right now. Yeah. For separation anxiety course, this dog rips his toenails out, God. breaks his teeth, bloodies himself up. Yep. Owners have not been able to leave their house since last Thanksgiving. Yeah. And a lot of that is, I don't, haven't talked to these owners yet. There are absolutely dogs that are, um, could be just 
with that behavior just popped up. But a lot of that stuff can be preventable. I'm just telling you, it can all be preventable. Mm-hmm. So when we sell the course, we'll say, you know, this is how you can prevent it as well, even though people are probably buying it to fix it. Well, on the next dog you get, make sure you do this because we don't want you to, we don't want to just show up to fix the problems. We'd much rather train, you know, proper behavior. Next. Constance said, I saw snuggle bun slides. They were great. Awesome. 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 Ronnie says, I'm doing fine. I was bathing my dog today, but I'm curious how to handle others, dogs running to my dog who is on leash. If, Oh, if they aren't around their owner or how to avoid a fight. Um, you can, um, bear spray, bear, bear spray is good. And most, most, um, backpacking outdoor stores, you know, like, I don't know if Bass Pro Shops carries it, but I think they do. Um, REI probably would. You know, REI, Bass Pro Shops, you know, some of those bigger chain um, uh, uh, um, outdoor stores. Online, I don't know if they'll ship it online. Um, they'd have to ship it by ground anyway. They couldn't do to air. Um, but anyway, um, bear spray. And it's like, it sucks because you're technically spraying it in a dog that maybe has the best intentions, but I don't take a chance. You never know. You never know. And where's the owner? Next. Good as gold said, I have the educator. I've gone as high as 45 after increasing and increasing. The rabbit poop is on my front yard. I zap her and she runs to me, but then starts again with her poop buffet. Got it. Okay. So 45, try a, how long, how many seconds on 45? Did she say? She just does a okay. long time. Try 10 seconds on 100. Yeah, don't start low. Have have it leave it leave it at a hundred. Yeah. Don't roll up to a hundred. Leave it at a hundred. Keep the dog on a long line. Okay. Buy a ticket to the buffet. They're eight ninety five. Go before six o'clock because they're seven ninety five. All right. So before six o'clock, have the dog go out on the long line. Wait for it to go um go towards the poop, and then just say no. Hold down the button, and the dog will come off the poop in a second. That's okay. Keep holding the button down. It's not fun to watch. It's not fun at all. But do we want to do we want to micromanage this issue or do we want it gone? Now, will it be gone? It might not. Dogs go through underground fencing, which is even more powerful, multiple times. They they know they're gonna get shocked. They actually know it. They, they pace back and forth for and they go run through it. Of course they know it because they do it like five times a week. Next. Michelle just started green to graduate. I feel like it's a great refresher for me. I'm gonna step it up on my end. Good for you. Yeah. For you. Yeah. We all we all we all need a little check once in a while. It's a great course. Follow the leader. I would love to discuss as I have seen cases where dogs do not emerge more confident and social as a result of a correction. That being said, I see your frustration and sadly many, many balanced trainers. I don't know where the rest is. I got okay. I so find it. So first of all. Don't use enough pressure or punishment to help the dog. Of course not. So first of all, this is the issue. We have to, I'd be more than happy to have you on the show. If you want to come on my morning podcast, just email me and we can, we can talk about it. There are dogs out there that have, that have never been even worked with a quote unquote balanced trainer. I don't like that term necessarily, even though I've used it in the past because it's 95% reward, 5%, you know, consequence, you know, correction, punisher. So that's not a balance. You know, it should half your day shouldn't be correcting your dog. Number one, dogs exist that are nervous and fearful, standoffish, aggressive. 
They haven't been, they haven't had any real dog training put in them. So no dog training makes them that way. A lot of reward-based dog training we're seeing make the problem worse. This we know. After 20 years, 10,000 dogs, sitting down with people, talking to them, that doesn't include all the online councils that I do, nor does it include all the seminars that I do. And there's 300 of those seminars. And there's, oh gosh, thousands of online consults. So I've talked to a lot of people. So I know, I know that either doing reward only or no training, you end up with a lot of unwanted behaviors. I am not seeing a situation where correcting dogs for unwanted behaviors is creating a problem. I'm not seeing where it's creating worse relationships. Can it? Absolutely. There are some dogs that like, no matter what you do, you have a crappy relationship. We see these dogs. There are dogs that are genetically not wired right that no matter what you do are going to be fearful. They're going to be nervous. Absolutely. There are dogs out there like that and there's becoming more and more. Um, and is it nature or nurture? A combination of both. Yes, yes, and yes. So all I'm saying is if you do it correctly, we have to remember that. And that's not just applying a punisher correctly, I've seen terrible reward-based training done improperly. We saw a video today. Terri yeah. Terrible reward-based training done, done wrong. The chances are it's, that's being done wrong more than corrective training. Absolutely. People actually look into it a little bit. Where reward-based training, they just think they know it and they do it. Or they learned it, but they learned it wrong. But I can't think of more than one hand in 20 years where a dog is not done well. So that's my, that's my thing. If you have a trainer that is doing applying punishers and having a big issue with the dogs not getting better or ending up worse, it's probably the trainer. That's, I just, that's where I want to add in this because I will say... Are there dogs out there that go into defense with a correction? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, I think, is where that comes from. Oh, I corrected my dog and it got worse. Right. No, your dog literally held up its middle finger to you. It got worse that moment, and that rep. The trainer or the owner doesn't know how to actually work the dog through that, which is a whole entire skill set in itself. We right. have many dogs that go into defense with corrections, and you need to know how to work fast, think on your feet and get the dog over the problem quickly. Mm -hmm. But most people just they're like, oh, I'm not doing that again. Well, Hell no, it made it worse. I mean, we, we see this all the time. The latest example, the, I mean, we have to remember how many dogs we train and, you know, how many people we come in contact with. It's not like we train a ton of dogs anymore. We're only training, you know, you know half a dozen at a time, four at a time, um, you know, live. But... The two schnauzers, Theo and Bo, that just came to us. So these are two schnauzers, massive leash reactivity, massive front window and door reactivity, wouldn't listen to commands. They couldn't take them anywhere. They couldn't even take them out the front door of their house. They put them in a boarding train. When they went to go pick up the dogs, the dogs were out of control, worse than when they put them in. Those, these are their words. Our dogs were worse behaved than we put them in. This trainer used remote collars. 
this trainer, I don't know who it is. I don't want to know who it is. Sucks. Their words, these are the hardest dogs we've ever worked with. We have a video called Chaos to Control. These two dogs are dropped off. You see second one, day one. You see three minutes into the drop-off, how leash reactivity has stopped. Three seconds into the drop-off, leash reactivity has stopped. A two-week boarding train, leash reactivity got worse. So is it the tool or the trainer? There's a lot of shitty trainers out there. People have got, there's a lot of shitty contractors, shitty electricians, shitty plumbers, shitty house builders, shitty dentists, shitty doctors, shitty OBGYNs, shitty restaurants. Like we have to realize that there's humans involved. They're not, it's not a robotic function. So you're going to get all different ways. So yeah, I can see someone trying something and not getting the results or getting worse results. That's because, frankly, they did it wrong. And for some reason, everybody thinks that's an owner-shaming or blaming thing, but it's like, no, it was you did it improperly, which is fine. Don't do it like that anymore. Let's do it this way. Mm-hmm. We get this all the time. People are like, I tried that, but it didn't work. And I'm, and I'm trying to be really nice about it. Okay, well, usually that means that there was, you know, human error. You did it wrong. Because if the dogs came to us, it probably wouldn't be a problem. Therefore, we know it can be done. It's not magic. That's the thing. Dog trainers are not magicians. So if they get if they get something done, that means it's a skill set. And then if they teach the owner, which is also a skill set, and then having the owner duplicate what the trainer does without the thousands of years of dogs and multiple years of, uh, of experience, that's a skill set. Mm-hmm. And now you have a trained dog that the owners can live with. That's the magic of a board and train. I also think the other on the, like, again, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. Why people say, oh, e-callers don't make dogs oh, yeah. more confident. Again, it's because like I've worked with so many clients. I've been in clients' homes, like. A lot of people are letting their dogs do whatever they want all day long. They're not demanding anything of their dogs. And then they're just like, I'm just going to give you a big correction. Right. It's like, no shit, your dog's going to be right. scared. They're like, right. what the fuck? You, or, never, you never made me do anything before. Right. Or, or, and, then, and then they're failing to do all the proactive stuff, teaching a solid obedience foundation mm-hmm. and holding the dog accountable for that obedience foundation, correcting them for non-compliance, for breaking commands. They're just waiting until the shit hits the fan, giving a correction, dogs terrified, hiding under the bed. Oh, e-collar made it so much worse. Right. Of course. Yeah. So we're not we're not we're not seeing good training bad. It's just no. as simple as that. It's simple as that. No. I think when you take the dog through the progression, right? The beginning is always, especially when you have a dog that's never oh. had to work. Right. They're like, what the fuck? Like yep. I can't believe I yep. have to do this. Yep. But then by the end, where they're like, Wow, I get to go out, I'm yep. going places, I'm getting exposure. Yep. You socialize. You see the curve. The confidence goes up and up and up, but it is a progression. People mm-hmm. want this like overnight. Like, I hit a button and my dog's not better. <laughs> it's, it's really funny. It's really funny. It's we we know this for a fact. If we put up a see, a lot of this stuff is same same thing as people like just reading headlines, never reading into the stories, at all, um, and then never being under the assumption that a lot was left out too. Because it's all mind control with with the government, um, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist or a tinfoil you know hat person at all. Trust me, I'm just an aware human being. Um, so it's a lot of times 
people love to see us wrangling an aggressive dog. They mm-hmm. love to see that. They love to see then the dog walking politely through Home Depot. They love to see it. Not as much. Not as much. Definitely. Number one is the out of control, badly behaved dog. Everybody loves that. But you know what they don't like to see? The middle. Mm-hmm. The boring repetitions. So boring. The dog going, oh my God, it looks nervous right now. I'm like, I know it does. I know. It's two days, three days, one week into a boarding train. I know. Wait till week two. Wait till week three. Wait till week four. Holy shit, it looks like a different dog. I know it does. And we knew it was going to back when we were being criticized about week one. That's why we do so much live stuff. If any of you were in Chaos to Control and the e-collar and mm. the go-home, right? The off-leash freedom thing we just did. You saw the progression. Yeah, literally, you saw Theo and Bo get their very first corrections. And they were like, holy shit. Yeah. The sky is falling. Yeah. And literally four weeks later, they're like the most confident, spunky, fun, well-trained fun. dogs. Fun dogs. Yeah. But it's like we didn't get there overnight. Nope. And we show but it. We show it every day. We show it. We show it. It's probably the most complete boarding train. It's literally a boarding train on video. Next. Avi said he was diving, producing a show for his daughter. Oh, jeez. Um, Steve Irwin, yeah. Yeah, of course. Steve. Tragic. Yeah. Sid says, Joel, they can jump. Just miss my face. Yeah, you know what? I don't know why I said they couldn't because I've seen it myself. What do you think? What a papillon? No, the damn stingrays. Oh, the stingrays, yeah. Don't they fly out of the water? When we've been out jet skiing, I've seen it. So I don't know why I was thinking that, but I think I was more like, they can't jump in a boat and just stab you, Jeff. Like, they can't walk. No, they can't. Once they're on the boat, like, they're screwed out of water. They're not not flipping all over the place? Yeah, but they can't, like, shoot their thing out. Why not? I don't think it works that way. Why not? They happen to be swimming over it. I understand, but why can't the thrashing impale them? I guess it could, but your chest? Like, that's a long shot. Why? You think he's standing right over it? Like He might be. Or maybe he's on the ground trying to scoot him out. Swimming. I don't know. Next. Okay. Kim said, my holistic vet is on board with my choices. Good. Cool. Good. Drew says, flat collar does nothing but nervous to go back to prong or e-collar because I guess I'm just not using them correctly. And I already messed up my dog early on. I just don't know what to do about fixation on walks okay well we have we have it we actually have free information how to stop leash reactivity that would be underneath how to stop leash reactivity spectrum as far as the fixation and we've got a great course called chaos to control it's live and we go over it in detail it's called loading so we go over how to stop loading in detail we show it what it is and we show how to stop it we've got numerous videos on loading all those hate videos on me just look up Jeff, Jeff Gelman, dog abuser. All those videos about me that were taken from our own personal videos, by the way, that are free and up on, on, uh, on YouTube, ironically. But those were all loading videos that were used, and they made it look like the dog was doing nothing. Next. Um, Lee says, got my dogs doing the perfect heel and doing awesome in public with downstays and training. Nice. I can take them anywhere. Here in Minnesota, it gets dangerously cold where you can't go walk out a whole lot. Right. I'm worried come spring four months later without going out on a lot of walks. Um, will all my training go out the window? Do you think they need a refresher after that amount of time or will they still remember everything? Yeah, yeah they'll probably need a refresher, but you can still take them to indoor big box stores, right? Just take them up and down like your like if you've got a Lowe's or a Home Depot or Ace Hardware, or whatever. Do there Barnes and Noble. There's a lot of TJ Maxx. There's a lot of stores that allow dogs, and especially well-trained dogs. Even stores that don't allow dogs, well-trained dogs, you'd be surprised how many stores don't care. Because the dogs literally make no like it's almost like you don't even know that they're there. Next. 
Joyful Dog says, my new client's vet told the family not to crate their dog because she kept escaping. First day, dog opens the bedroom door, chewed through blinds, broke out, and jumped out the second story right. window. Vet gave them meds. Of course they did. Why didn't the vet give that? Why didn't the vet take a hammer and hit itself in the head with it for being so stupid? I mean, did did, did they did they? And if the, and if the, and I assume that if the dog wasn't in the crate, it wouldn't have done that. Is that is that the vet's professional medical degree? D um, uh, DVM, Doctor of Veterinary Medicine, DVM. Is that their opinion? Is that what their one hundred twenty thousand dollars got them? Mm-hmm. Don't crate your dog so the dog won't break out of the crate. You're right. The dog won't break out of the crate. It'll just do all the same things it did. But you're right. It won't break out of the crate. That's like, stop biting by putting your dog in another room. You know, and then it just destroys the furniture. Hey, guess what, though? It didn't bite me. Yeah. You're right. It didn't bite you. That is insane. So I would like this vet to take the dog home for the weekend and use its magical freaking um, degree to fix it. Or... Maybe they'll just give it drugs. That's probably what'll happen because Big Pharma runs the vet industry. And if you don't believe me, just wait a couple of years. You'll find out next. Cheryl said, I'm here just hanging out. Hey, hey Cheryl. Cheryl. Alicia, I had a friend that would bring her dog over and would mark at our house. Disgusting. But one day I followed him around at a distance. And when I noticed he was about to mark, I grabbed a throw pillow off the couch and ninja started as hard as I could. At awesome. Him. He hasn't peed here since. Yep. It was the closest I had to a bonker. No, it is a bonker. It's the exact same <laughs> thing. Awesome. And then you should have picked up another, another one and thrown it at your friend for being irresponsible and inconsiderate and rude that they would let their pissing dog roam your house. Next. Snuggle bond. The content course is on my next on my list, but I have to get my car fixed and bounce back from that first. All right. Got it. Got it. You know, I just find it interesting. It's like, yeah, I'm being a little bit harsh about this, but you, yeah. But what's if we can think logically here for a minute, Joelle, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. If say your sister came down to visit with one of her dogs, first yep. of all, you're not allowed to bring your dog to most of your sister's houses. Nope. Okay. Let's start right there. Yeah. If that dog, and, and Wes doesn't mark inside, Wes doesn't do anything but lie down. Yeah. Um, Wes can be left outside. There's like a lot of things Wes can do that make it conducive for him to come to people's houses. But let's say some, a friend of yours or a relative of yours brought their dog over and went in your bedroom and pissed on the corner of your bed, which also includes your comforter, your sheets, and it's a wooden platform. Mm-hmm. Like, would you allow that person over? And you knew that it happened. Yeah. Would you allow that person with their dog over your house again? No. No. I'm amazed that people are allowing like friends to come over their house and let their dogs roam over the roam all over their house. And I'm amazed. We just put a video up about that on Instagram. Uh, Courtney's amazing acting skills. Oh, that's right. That's right. Up. And then I'm, I'm surprised that o- the owner of the dog would have the balls knowing that their dog does that to, to bring it over to somebody's house. Yeah. Oh, my but dog. I can see, like, B-A-L. It's like her boyfriend's house. So, like, that's a situation where it's like, yeah, you do have to bring the dog. You're sleeping over at your boyfriend's house. So, that's a problem. Then you keep it in a crate the whole time. Yeah, but I would want to set it up. I would want to. Yeah, to you would it absolutely up. set so it that's up. Why she asked the question? Right. But what I'm, yeah, if it's like a just a friend that you see once in a while, it's like. I know this is weird. Next. 
Um, Joyful Dog says, Jeff, they padlocked the crate and the dog rolled through the whole house. $3,000 in damage. Escape artist. 1500 is a lot for a crate. Trying to find an alternative. Muzzle is a good idea. Actually. Muzzle, but you can secure. That won't stop the rolling. You can secu- secure the crate to the floor. Mm-hmm. Secure the crate. Secure the crate right to the floor or to a wall. Probably the floor would be better because the wall, if it's if there's any sheetrock, even if they support do it to the studs, there'll be a lot of damage to the sheetrock. So I would do it directly to the floor. Yep. They can do that just like a safe. Just like how you attach a safe to a floor, you can attach the crate right to the floor. Huh. It's incredible what dogs can do. People don't understand that. Well, this is the last dog. It jumped out the second floor window. Yep. We've got, I know tons of dogs, tons. I know dozens of dogs that will break out of a crate, remove the air condition, the window air conditioning unit and jump out a window. It's not uncommon. Now for, for a lot of people's dogs, it would be uncommon, but for dogs that do that, it's not uncommon. Next. Mm-hmm. Um, Crystal says the vets I like the most are the fill in relief vets. They typically tell you things straight up and don't beat around the bush. I had one that agreed with my choice in methods of training prong e collar. I nearly fell over dead. <laughs> yeah, I, this you know, it's like it's incredible. I wouldn't give a shit whether my dog, my vet, liked how I trained. I put as much credence to that. Angela and I went to Publix to pick you up some crackers. Um, like gluten-free crackers. Gluten-free crackers. We went to a gluten-free, you know, to, we got the gluten-free crackers. We had a couple of other things. They had a sale on um, on fruit, so we picked up some fruit. Anyway, the cashier, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit what she thinks of how I train dogs. Guess no. what? The vet, I don't give a shit what they think about how I train dogs. No, me neither. That, that's how much I literally put them at the same level. Yeah. The cashier at the grocery store and my vet. I put them at the same level when it comes to training tools. Yeah. It's like, why? Because they work with animals? So what? Who cares? Yeah. Next. Um, also, Ozzy said, Pizel is presa- pronounced Pizzel. Oh, there t- we go. It's, it's Italian. Italian. It's Italian. Italian. Um, let's see. Follow the leader said, true, I'd love to talk about this. Sadly, you're the only one showing people this aspect of training. I can see now where you are coming from, empowering people and trusting them to deal with their own dogs. Yeah, Love you guys. See, Keep it up. Who's that? Follow the leader. So follow the leader. So this is the thing. Many, many, many trainers train just like we do. We are not unique. This is not my training. This is common practice training. Many yeah. trainers do. Now, you've got trainers that don't admit it, which is unethical, I think, and it's a character flaw. You have trainers that don't show it. I don't blame them. I don't blame them for not showing it because it brings a lot of grief into your life. Um, it really does. And there are people that talk about it, but they don't, you know, they've got no, you know, not much of a presence at all. But the thing is, is that people have got to realize there's different levels and skill sets of dog trainers. I mean, I'm not quite sure. You know, I'm not saying this. I know, they all get lumped together. Yeah, dog. It's weird. I, I'm a dog trainer. Great, good for you. That doesn't mean you're good. Right. It's like you can have a dog trainer that only does sport. Well, you no, can no. Have a dog trainer that only does that is only. But there's also people that have trained their dogs. They consider themselves trainers. It's like, technically, I guess you are. But that's one dog, your dog. You can't use that as an example of all the dogs. Then another, that's another thing that like people you, have a problem you with. You train one dog that you don't have a relationship with. Right. Because relationship changes things. It does. Time. Yep. 
Um, Sid said, watching other well-known trainers that use e-collars, they don't seem to get dogs off the remote and under voice control. You guys are geniuses and cover all the bases and the what-ifs. I love your methods. Well, that we do a little bit differently. There are most people, the dog doesn't listen unless it has a cue. We don't do cues. So there's a command and a cue. And we don't do that. And it works on both ways, food training and then also compulsion training. Oh, I don't, I don't do it until I get shocked. I don't do it until I see food. It's the same thing. No, that's not dog. That's not, that's not finished dog training to me. Finished dog training is your dog is under. It's not about if the dog has the e-cow on or not. It's, it's under voice control. Voice control. Baby. Yep. GB Buck says, love that you talked about laying off the stem once the dogs know how to turn it off. I love seeing dogs do so well when the dogs know it. Yeah. Yeah. You can see. You can it shouldn't see. be a crush. You can, you can see the dogs thinking. You, you, you get to a point of training where the dogs are actually thinking, yep. and, and especially dogs that we have. We have so many dogs that we put into socialization that used to get into dog fights, and you see the moment when there's no input from you at all. So the dog is walking free in social. There's no input from you at all, mm-hmm. and the dog, and you go. Right there, that dog is going to used to make a bad choice. Let's see what happens. Boom. Well, I mean, when they're at that point, I mean, it is a safety issue, so you know they're going to make the right choice, or we wouldn't. We, we would have like at least at a minimum a long line on them, and they all of a sudden they go, you know what? I'm going to walk away from this conflict. You see a lot of it in the social course that we just yeah. launched. Yep, it's great. We're pointing it all out. Yep, it's fantastic. Um. Allison Rose. Hey, Allison. Hi, J Squared. Happy Monday. Took oh. my dog to the groomer today, and the groomer was gushing over how well-behaved Pickle was. That's great. Her husband joked if we could swap dogs so they could keep mine. Putting in the work is paying off big time and giving me major bragging, bragging rights. Awesome. Awesome. Ask, if you, ask if you want to do barter. Grooming for you, you training their dog. Next. Also, Allison, coaching is open. Yeah. I posted the link. Yep, coaching is open. It will sell out. It will sell out fast. And then the next, be ready for the next. Remember, the, the, the word for 2024, coaching. Yes. Coaching, baby. GB Box. Love, or just literally just read that. Mm-hmm. I'm finding dogs to be aware, not because of me. Yeah. Yeah. They're thinking. Yeah. You're creating self-aware dogs. Self-aware. Yeah. They're like, oh, I can actually, I can control my decision-making powers. So many dogs just don't know they can. Yeah. Like, if you guys are, anyone who's in the socialization course right now, Bonnie is a really good example. She's like, she's in it right now. Poor girl. She's very, she's very dog aggressive and we're showing her progression. And she's very just like, I'm trying to avoid conflict. Yeah. You can see it so much. These are eventually like, hopefully get her over that, but it is a damn process. Like sometimes six weeks isn't even enough, Yeah, but you're seeing it. She is trying. Wes comes up to sniff her and she's just like, She's frozen. I'm not going to react. But her old self would yeah. be dog fight. That's yeah. what people have to understand. That we get dogs that fight with every dog they see. Mm-hmm. They're not selective. They're like, uh, oh, as long as you spell your name D-O-G, you're, you're on. Next. Mm, joyful dog said, I really hate how many professionals are in big pharma's pocket, even affecting dog owners and trainers. Of course. And it's just beginning. Just wait. Just wait. I've, been, I've already put my predictions out. JW said you forgot to mention shitty politicians. Well, I do a whole show on that next. Joyful dog. Jeff, I told my tenant ear advice a while back about bonking my cats. My male cat pushed her door open again. She threw a slipper at him. He hasn't done it since. What do you know? Chancla. Yeah. La Chancla. What do you know? Yeah. Throwing people have been throwing shit at dogs 
for a long time. Your granny did it. That's why I'm so amazed that the bonker video is like, people think it's like abuse. It's like, people have been throwing stuff at dogs for a long time, and it's a lot of it's hard stuff. Next. That's it. And it's 8.05. Is it really? Oh. We got through all well, everybody time. have a fantastic day. We will see you back Wednesday with another Q&A show. We will, I will see you on tomorrow morning show, Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't forget... Things have been launched, um, and a lot is up for uh, for sale. Go to Solid Canine Academy, SolidCanineAcademy.com. The socialization course keeps getting added to every week, but it is on pre-sale now. Once it is finished, which is in about a month, the price doubles automatically. So you want to get it now, and you get to see new videos every week. And we just put up coaching, which hasn't even been announced other than right now. It officially goes on sale tomorrow. There's limited slots. So... You're in on it right now. You're in on it the night before it actually goes on sale. And um, there's limited slots right now. And also you can do payment plans and you will change your life, not just your dog training life. Like, like people are blown away at how much their life has changed. They don't even mention dogs. All right. Jeff Gellman of Solid Canine Training and the wonderful Joelle. Everyone have a fantastic, fantastic night. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.